Hell yeah. <laughs> Wait a second, my dog is barking. Hey! <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to Never Made Varsity. My name's Colby. You can find me on Twitter at Colby Complains. Uh, my, name's, my name is Dave Rivera. You can find me on Twitter at DRivera1222. My dog was acting up. Sorry. It's Maverick. You can come, find me on social media at Heartbreak underscore Kit. Or two underscore, sorry. Off, I'm off my game. A little frazzled. My name is Aaron, and you can find me on Twitter at Aaron P. Friedman. Yeah. I was about to ask y'all how your weeks were, because that's what I normally do. But I did that before we started. I'm not going to ask you again. How's it going, generally, then? <laughs> it's going good. Uh, busy, but not necess- not bad. Busy is not necessarily bad. It's just a stressful time, but we'll all make it through. Mm-hmm. I am super not looking forward to losing an hour of sweet of sleep next Sunday. Oh, why'd you have to remind me oh. of that? Because I'm a good steward and reminding our dear listeners to change your clocks. On is it really on a Sunday? It's always, it's always a, Sunday. a Sunday. Oh, okay. That's why I always feel miserable then. <laughs> yeah, I just reminded you to give us five stars. <laughs> You're welcome. Change the time you go to sleep by 10 minutes every night this week to anticipate. I, for one, have five days until spring break, and I am ready for it. Got plans? I guess ACC tournament. Are you going? Yes, I am going. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. (laughs) I don't know. It's the most dangerous 15 seat of all time. (laughs) Hey, it's it's the. Uh, I mean, they they aren't gonna make the tournament. They aren't. It's not gonna happen unless <laughs> no. It's unless not gonna win five games in a row and then get an auto bid. Why not us? Because we're gonna have to win five games in a row, five games in hey, five days. Hey, we've currently won two games in a row, so we're, almost, we're the we've rootin- won two games in five days. So, um, yeah, we beat State again, and that's hilarious. And we beat Syracuse. We can't again. We can't. Is... We can't slide by that. Let me. I want to. I want the. I want to talk to the camera right here. I'm gonna do a Stephen <laughs> A. Put the camera on me. It's uh, <laughs> NC State. I know you're not there, but Debbie Yao, whoever's there, right? Jim, who's, who's not Debbie Yao? It's not Debbie Yao there right now. But I want to address Debbie Yao on Twitter too. <laughs> Who, who's there right now? I don't even know. Is it, I feel like it's like somebody like a Jim Bob. It's something stupid. It's someone with a with a nickname. It's somebody with a, got, with a it's not their government with a nickname. Anyway, how are you going to like? And Colby, you tweeted this out too. It must feel so terrible to catch your big brother, your most hated rival, in the worst year potentially ever, but definitely since at least two thousand and two. And still get swept by them in a year where you were expected to make the tournament. And now you have said team that beat you twice pretty much kill your hopes of making that tournament. It's it, it's Boo Corrigan is the AD. There. Boo Cor- that There we go. Boo. 
Okay. <laughs> it, it, the year it was also. I mean, it was it was the game right after they beat Duke, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, dude. You can't. Uh, which is weird because Duke cannot win in Raleigh. I I don't understand. <laughs> they just cannot win in Raleigh. It's the weirdest thing. But anyway, death taxes. UNC beating state. I kind of want to play him in Greensboro just to win again. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, thirty-seven-four is that what coach's record now is since he came back? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's this is all time, all time, all yeah. time. But <laughs> gotta love it. He just he doesn't lose the state. It just doesn't happen. It, it kind of makes me happy that Kevin Keats won the first one that he played against Carolina just to get all their hopes up. Kevin Keats is a winner. <laughs> like he he did to Kevin Keats as a winner, and then beat Carolina, and then they were very very confident, and then oh man, it's just been great. And like I like Kevin Keats, I, I like and I liked him before he went to state. I like him. Yeah, he seems like a good seems guy. like a great guy, but this is still really funny to me. <laughs> like oh, it's hilarious. It's so funny, and like. I think that, like, State is getting better. Like, they are, I would say they are a better team than they were to start the year, but they're still doing State stuff. And I don't know how you stop doing State stuff. Like, I've seen this happen, at least while I've been paying attention to college basketball, under three different coaches. Like, it happened under Sidney Lowe, it happened under Godfrey, it was happening under Kevin Keats. There is something happening. And I don't know what it is, but it's really funny. And not only did they get swept in basketball, but they also lost in football. Like, that has to hurt just a little bit. This, this is the, like, the sting of that has to hurt. You know? Oh, and it was, and it's some, I love the whole thing where uh, they're totally not mad. Like, they'll tweet something like, you're still in last place in the ACC. And then it's like, well, that doesn't well, you really just lost you, to a last you, place team. That doesn't really help your argument. Like tweet through the tweet through the tears, bro. <laughs> tweet through the tears. You saw the game thread I posted, the comments from it. That's where the real emotion comes out. The the Reddit threads, Pack Pride, message boards, all of that. It's just mm-hmm. delicious. <laughs> yeah. I, I stopped going through the message boards of Pack Pride and just looked through the Twitter replies. That's also just as good. It's just as good. It's really good. And I know that it's schadenfreude. Like, I understand that, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, it would still be at, it, uh No, it wouldn't be as funny if we were good. But the other thing that, like, I've heard people talking about is that most years, Carolina is just better than State. And that's why Carolina wins, because they're the better team. I wonder how good that state team would be if Roy Williams was the coach. That's an interesting question, isn't it? DJ Thunderbrook would be ACC player of the year. <laughs> like he would, he would be killing everybody. Like you have to think like as as many bigs as they have that are they aren't bad. But it's like Kevin Keats really likes playing small ball, doesn't he? Isn't he like really for the whole like three guard two forward lineup? And that's kind of why four guard or even like four four out one in four yeah 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 so I don't know it's we are just I don't know if it has anything to do with that but we are just our style of play 
just mauls them every time. Because they don't rebound. Like, we were killing them on the offensive glass. And yeah. that nobody wants any part of Garrison Brooks when we play mm-hmm. them. So, you know, so. The torch definitely passed. It was Marcus Page, then it was Luke May. Now it seems to be Garrison Brook. It's the kryptonite for State at PNC. That what he has made four free throws at he was like, <laughs> in the Dean Dome. Yeah, <laughs> between the state games and then for both state games, he's shooting at least eighty five percent. He was line. what like four of his last twenty five or something like that, and then he was seven. He made seventeen free throws or something like that. <laughs> it's very hot and Just, cold. Either going to make them all or miss them all. There's no in between. But. Carolina beat State, and it was really fun. And then yesterday, I had no idea what to expect, but I, for whatever reason, I was feeling good going into the game. And Busted that Carolina, zone. Yeah, there, that cowardly zone, Carolina did what it traditionally does against teams that primarily play a zone. <laughs> Christian Keeling, king of the foot-on-the-three-point line shot. <laughs> Cash every time. Straight money. Takes a three-pointer, misses, takes a step in, cash. <laughs> he didn't even hit some threes as well. This was the Christian Keeling that was advertised. Now if only we got know. the Justin Pierce that was advertised, we'd have a fighting shot at being a good team consistently. I don't know what it is about some players where it takes them like 20 games to like figure it out under Roy Williams. Like, I don't know if there's, like, an intimidation factor where they don't want to mess up because Roy normally has such a deep bench that they they just get super tight and don't want to do the thing that gets them pulled. But I feel like it happens every year with a player that's new to the program that once February hits, like, mid-February, something clicks. And all of a sudden, they are who we expected them to be. I don't know what it is, but I feel like it happens a lot. But Christian Keeling, I... Mm, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sorry if he puts a banner up in the Dean Dome. But I will say that he's been playing very, very well. So he is. I will stand by my statements that he was bad when the season started, but he's not bad anymore. He's not <laughs> playing the way he was. So I stand by those comments. Just don't say mean things to them on Instagram. Yeah, that's not nice. That's not nice. Someone can miss a lot of shots, and then you, you don't have to, like, I don't know, be mean about them personally. That's not cool. I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter saying that they think this team would be so different if we had seventh. What do y'all think? Because the more I've thought about it, it obviously would have prevented to some extent the collapse we had while Cole was hurt. But when Cole's healthy, I don't think it makes that big of a difference. Yeah, healthy Cole, I don't think it makes much of a difference, but those 11 games would have gone a lot differently if we would have had a senior 7th Woods who would have been a steadying force to the team when things got really hectic and super tight and they couldn't seem to do anything. I think 7th would have been able to kind of steady the ship, if that makes sense. I want to think that, but I don't know if he ever would have been good enough. Yeah. He had I mean, his chances the past three now. years. Yeah, hindsight is different. 
I don't know. But and no one could have predicted the injury, so it was sort of thing where if Cole had stayed healthy all year, it still would have been pretty limited. And if he never got hurt, I don't even know how much of a conversation we really could have when it comes to seventh. Mm-hmm. Hell, I think Anthony Harris could have won us a couple of the games that we lost. Like with Sterling, you just don't know because he's been hurt for so long. Like when he does come back, if he does come back, or yeah, I don't, I don't know what we're gonna get. I don't know. I'm waiting for football season. I'm really excited for football season. I, hey, David. Yeah. Hey. Camp's coming back. I know. Reportedly. <laughs> I would love. Uh, I he just he just needs. To, I need to see him back on the field, and I'll just my heart will be so warm and happy. I miss that dude. <laughs> I mean, it's like. It doesn't make sense not to have him around this year because his contract is cheap. Compared to these other quarterbacks, yeah. You just ride him out for one more year, see what you got. If you have a good one, then you re-sign him and you make it work that way. And if not, then you move on. And hopefully we're bad enough to get a good draft pick. Yeah, exactly. But Aaron, I still need you to teach us how to prepare for being bad. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never been a fan of a bad team. The Browns have always had moral victories. So we're walking into delusional now. <laughs> so we're going straight to delusions. So so your answer is to ignore reality. No comment. <laughs> Maverick, I saw your future quarterback was at the um at the Syracuse game. Yeah, FaceTiming his uh uh, is like upcoming head coach too. Yeah, Julian Edelman just looking at um his ne- <laughs> his next team where he'll be the quarterback. So, no big speculation. I don't I don't know if I want Tom Brady. I don't know if I'm prepared after all these years of hating the Patriots to call myself a Tom Brady fan, but I might have to. <laughs> and I'm and I'll, I'm gonna go full in. I'll get my TB12 Titans jersey. Oh my I'll god. <laughs> Hire a personal trainer to live at your house. Yeah, <laughs> you just go all in. The Tom Brady method. Like I said, I still think he's going to the Patriots. I, I would be, just as they said, they would be shocked if he stayed with the Patriots. I would be shocked if he leaves. I'm not gonna. He's not leaving until he actually comes out and says, "I am not going back to the Patriots. I am going to someone else." It just it doesn't feel like there's a bunch of stuff about them trying to work out a deal is my only thing. No, it doesn't seem that way like they're really trying. I mean, I don't know if that's because of his age. I don't know what exactly is like the, the, I would maybe like the disappointments quote unquote over the last of last season, but it's the whole thing again. If you put weapons around him, he's going to be fine. He didn't have a whole lot of weapons this year, but it doesn't seem like they want to do that either. So maybe, I don't know. But in your professional Titans opinion, if last year's team was quarterbacked by Tom Brady, does anything change? Mm, I don't know. I, I think the AFC Championship might have been closer. Maybe a one-score game. But, but the whole, my th- whole thing is is I, 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 the only reason why I do think he's a fit because I think Derrick Henry can mask a lot of his age and – maybe his declining production per se 
that he doesn't have to throw like 2010 Tom Brady. He can hand the ball off a little bit, and we still have plenty of wide receivers that he can throw to. Like I said, I still think I think Ryan Tannehill had a better season last year in the limited time that he played over Tom Brady, and he beat Tom. No, Brady. I do too. That's why I asked. Yeah. So it's it's a very conflicting thing where Tannehill is a very much a better long term option, believe it or not, even though he's been in the league for several years now. But Tom Brady is Tom Brady. I mean, it's like when the Wizards got Michael Jordan. If Michael Jordan wants to play for you, it doesn't matter how old he is or where he is in the stage of his career, you're going to take that chance. I guess where I am is I I guess I trust Tom Brady more than I trust Ryan Tannehill in a championship game. Uh, yeah, you know. No, like I said, if we get in a situation where we're down 10, down 14, I would de- if I have Tom Brady – I get to feel what all the Patriots fans have felt all these years. Be like, oh, we're in this. That's true, but how long do you get to feel that for before he approaches Peyton Manning in Super Bowl 50 season territory? I don't know. You mean with a dub? With a dub, (laughs) yes, but with the rest of his team dragging him, kicking and screaming to that dub. Because Peyton Manning was pretty bad that year. Yes, he's Peyton Manning. Yes, he's one of the smartest football players of all time, but he was a shell of himself that year. But I don't even think it was Ryan Tannehill. As far as, like, the, I mean, the, the Chiefs did a lot. They, were, they played a very good game. So there's, there's that part of playing a good team. But also, I feel like the Titans' offense – for whatever reason, they didn't want Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball a whole bunch. Which, and it got to the point where when Derrick Henry was on the field, it was either going to be a run or play action. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to have a little bit more of a dynamic offense, generally. And that's where I and think Tom so Brady I, might be ultimately better. Because, I mean... He he can definitely make those kind of throws, and like I said, he can crutch off of Henry's production so that he doesn't have to pass like he does for the Patriots because it's a very heavy pass offense with the Patriots where it can be a little more balanced with Tennessee. But I still think there are plenty of other teams that he would have a fit with too. I think the Chargers obviously fit. That would probably be where Giselle wants to go, so it puts him in Los Angeles. Maybe the the Raiders because that still puts him out west. I think Giselle's probably tired of that northeastern cloudiness and just <laughs> gloomy-looking weather. She wants some California. So that's why I, I don't know if she, she would want to go to a small market like Nashville. But I definitely think she has an input, too, on where she wants to go. I want to posit something that um, Katie Nolan uh, proposed on her show, her on her late-night show. Did Joe Burrow shrink his hands so the Bengals would not draft him. <laughs> Ooh, kind of like a reverse O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> that would if be the glove so, does not fit, you must draft not first. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how the saying goes? If the glove does not fit, you must acquit me from the first pick. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean... It's kind of an interesting thing because I, I think he's going to do 
like an Eli Manning, Philip, not necessarily Philip. It was Eli Manning that was the one that was like, I don't want to play in Los Angeles or play for the Chargers. Like, right. Yes. Um, I don't know if he'll come out right and say it, but I guarantee you that his whoever is working for him is working out something to where they'll either trade that pick or trade him or do something because I wouldn't want to be in Cincinnati either. I mean, who does? Um, I think that's been overblown a little. I feel like if the Bengals draft him, I think he's going to go and sign. I think yeah. he'll. I think he'll sign. I just definitely if he he would prefer to be somewhere else. I think most people do. True, but did you see that they franchise tagged uh, AJ Green? Yes, I did see that. Ah. Sorry. I mean that's definitely important though because that at least gives him a good wide receiver option if he stays on the field. Yeah, that is true. I think that the Bengals have the potential to be a good team. It's just that the Browns are like the Brown family, not the Cleveland Browns. The Brown family is a terrible ownership group, which limits their upper potential a lot. Oh, they're god-awful. They're some of the worst in like major sports leagues. Who was the – who was – besides any Dalton, because he got benched, didn't he? Yes, like who, for like a week. But who who replaced him? A uh, homeboy from state. Uh, oh, Ryan Finley. Ryan Finley. QBU. Yeah. Get that boy out of there. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, I don't know. This past season just felt like a a changing of the guard season for quarterbacks. Like it all got kicked off by. Andrew Luck retiring, I feel like, which, holy crap, I still can't believe that happened. But, you know, I feel like this, like, this doesn't feel like a particularly strong draft, but it feels like there are a lot of quarterbacks that are there for the taking. You they're, know? I mean, they're there for the taking, but are they any good? That's the issue. <laughs> like, the name, like, I keep hearing uh, Love. What's his last, what's his first name? Something Love. Uh, Jordan Love, I think. Who... I, Somebody, the but quarterback he, from he, was from like Utah State or something. Yeah, Utah State is getting a lot of press now. Um, obviously, there's Joe Burrow. There's two uh, uh, Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert. Justin Herbert. Yep. And then Jacob oh, his name is Bryce Love, I think. Bryce. Bryce. Or that's Love. that's the secondary player for Virginia. Mm, it's um. I don't know. It's um Jordan Love. Dang okay. it. So yeah, Bryce Love was at Virginia. <laughs> It's one of those things where you're like, all right, there's all these players. I think the first and second round will be solid, but I don't know how solid the depth will be just because, like, I mean, did you see Isaiah Simmons run his 40? <laughs> ran, like, a 4-3-9 as a, as a linebacker. <laughs> no, no, Makai Becting, I think, had probably the most impressive 40. He's 364 pounds, and then he had, like, a 4-5-40. And he's a, only 17% body fat. At 360 pounds, he's only 17% body fat. That is insane. Is Jake, did Jake Fromm declare for the draft? Oh, that's right. He did, yes. Uh-oh. Oh, I thought a dog ran away outside. They were just running. It's Mav's dog, dog. after he scared him away. <laughs> it's Mav's dog. <laughs> yeah, I threw it out the window and it ran over to your house. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a one-story it. house, okay? <laughs> He's booking it from Asheville to Durham. 
<laughs> Man. Did y'all see um, Trevor Ariza was um, not with the funnies? I would do the same crap, though. I mean, like, I don't want to get nutmegged by <laughs> someone who doesn't know how to go to a barber. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he won't do it again, though. Not to Trevor Ariza, at least. No, he won't. <laughs> I still can't get over it. Why? Who, who lets him go out like that? Like, I know that this joke has already been made, but he legitimately looks like a lollipop that was dropped on a carpet. Like, <laughs> he, need, he needs someone in his life, to, like a close friend, a confidant, just to take him to, like, if it's not working, just shave it off, bro. Like, do, do, do the people around you really not care about you so much that they don't tell you this? <laughs> like, this is how I know Trey Young is a terrible teammate. Because <laughs> no. someone would have said something, or at least clown, uh, bully him, bully him into, into cutting his hair. God dang it! This is what bullying is for. <laughs> Do it for good. Anyway, anyway. Uh, off on, off of that tangent. <laughs> How good are the Bucks? Um, I think that they're because someone was throwing this out. And they were like, is this team w- – would this team be among the all-time great teams if they do end up winning 70 games this year by the time Which the playoffs? They might, but no one cares. Right, because you got Gian- <laughs> you, you got Giannis. You have Giannis. And then like Brooke Lopez and Chris Middleton. <laughs> and, I th- and then uh, Eric, Eric Bledsoe. Bledsoe. And – Wes Matthews. See, I didn't even know that. And uh, our boy Marvin. That's right. He did go there. White Dante's up there. Yep. White Dante. <laughs> White Dante. Vincenzo. Pat Conifton. Does that scream all-time great team, though? <laughs> it doesn't, but, I mean, they've won 52 out of 60, so. Yes, they You can't really argue with results. I think if they win a championship – I'll I'll think about it, but until then I I'm I'm holding off on. Oh man, this Bucks team is great. Eh. There's still the East is not the like the Toronto Raptors are still solid. There's the 76ers, which however you feel about Embiid or Simmons are still a contender. Um, At home. <laughs> <clears throat> who else in the East? Shoot. Miami's decent. Uh, Miami, Miami's right. decent. Uh, the Celtics have gotten good recently. Mm-hmm. So there's there's some depth there in the East. I think ultimately, I still think Mo- Milwaukee makes it out. But do I think they win a championship? I don't. I don't know about all that. And if they if they don't, definitely not one of those like oh man, greatest one of the greatest teams of all time. Because it's like I don't know. It's hard for me to throw that out there aaron david i need you to explain to me and maverick why you're not watching love is blind i just been listen my life has been <laughs> has been just crazy these past couple weeks once i get past this next week i'll i'll start it oh so your life is crazy you didn't propose to someone after 10 days <laughs> after not seeing him face to face and then no, marry him a month later i can't i can't say that i have i just yeah. haven't gotten around to it I plan on watching it eventually. And then if you do get married, you hold that secret for a year and a half while they edit and 
make the actual <laughs> show. You can't tell your friends and family? Is that true? Yes, no. Apparently, it was filmed all the way back in 2018. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so they've been about a year and a half not telling anyone about the decisions. It's 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 just good old fashioned trash, and I love it. It is it's it's v trash. But David, we are both in long term relationships. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess both of us were like pretty young when we started dating our significant others. I don't think I would have proposed within three days. Oh no. <laughs> I I I oh gosh. I still don't think I have that. Like, I I am emotionally mature. I feel like, but I did. I when I think about high school, David, and I think about the emotional maturity that I had, it was like, um, not 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 quite, because I met her when but, I was fourteen. But my guy Mark is our age, twenty four. Twenty four. Hey, I'm t- and... I'm twenty three. All right. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm twenty three too, but like close enough. Um. He got on the show and he proposed at RH to a 34-year-old. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Priyanka. I'm so can you say cuz Priyanka could, is that what is that what we're calling it now? Kazuntite. What? It's just referring to Priyanka and and Nick Jones. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But no, so I think there are so many cool couples. So I think we got to backtrack for those that actually haven't watched the show yet too, like Aaron and David, it's mm-hmm. basically the premise. I think Colby actually did it a little bit a couple weeks ago, but they have like 15 guys, 15 girls in this facility and they have 15 pods and you basically spend 10 days dating everyone. And then, but you're in the pods and you can't see each other. There's like this somewhat is what's the word to call that? But it's like, it's like a glass wall. It's like but, a frosted glass. Yeah, where you can't see on the other side. It's All like you can a, do is hear. Like a Catholic confessional. Mm-hmm. And they very much <laughs> lean on the fact they call it an experiment, where they're asking the question, is love blind? And so the whole premise is you're supposed to date the person, create an emotional connection from your conversations that you have with them, um, and see if you can form a relationship there. But then they have to just turn it up, turn the dial up to 100, because – it's 10 days worth of dating, and if you like someone enough after 10 days, you propose to them. And then if they say yes, then you get to see them for the first time. And then, but wait, there's more. The wedding's a month later. It's wild. And, like, so this is not spoilers. Like, this is just, like, the premise of the show. After they propose, they take all the couples and they put them in this resort in Mexico. Uh, so they spend like maybe like a day or so by themselves, and then they get to hang out as couples together, which is great because they all dated each other. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so then the ones where maybe they had multiple connections, that kind of starts to rear its head a little bit, and it feels very awkward for people. Like multiple times, like one of them were like, "I mean, we did all date each other." <laughs> It's great. It's wonderful. I love that show so much. I am intrigued now. I didn't know about that whole had already dated each other part. Well, like, they all talked to each other in the pods. Like, they all, like, tried to... Oh, oh, oh. I thought you meant, like, they already knew each other before the show. Oh, no, no, no. 
I understand now. Still intrigued. How do they find people to get on these shows? Does it get messy? Oh, it gets messy. Oh, man. (laughs) The first night at the resort, one of the couples (laughs) call off their engagement. Oh, my God. Does it get messy? Oh, man. Oh, it It gets... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, about as messy as letting a dog lick a wine glass and then you (laughs) drink from it. (laughs) I've never heard that one. All right. Oh yeah, it's the thing that happens. That they let the dog drink the wine. Like he, I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry. Yeah. Wait, wait, no, wait, one wait, of the wait, people wait. at their home the glass... lets their dog drink the wine, like lick it out of the glass. And I'm pretty positive that, that grapes are toxic for dogs, and also yeah. alcohol. They are. <laughs> Not to mention, is the that's dog just o- disgusting? Is the dog okay? I think as so. As far as we know, I'm worried now. <laughs> I'm sure the show would have been like attacked by PETA had the I'm sure they already are being attacked by PETA, but had the dog died, they would have been more public more well known attacked by PETA. But it's also like one of those things like it looks like she's done this before. <laughs> this this is not the first time she let the dog. Maybe maybe why. she's building up the immunity. <laughs> Kinda like people who like put just a little bit of snake venom in themselves just so they can build the immunity. I don't know. Now, I do have one great... I mean, it has a lot of things... I think there's a lot of similarities to, like, The Bachelor. Uh, is it, like, Married at First Sight, 90 Day Bride, all those kind of shows. Where, I mean, it has to be... There has to be a level of viewability to it. I think that starts with the people that are being filmed. I mean, I would say for the most part... I don't know if you can agree or not, Colby. I, I would consider most of the people, guy and girl, to be pretty conventionally attractive people... And so yeah. it often becomes a thing where when they see each other, nine times out of ten, they're like, oh, not only did I build this emotional connection with them, they're hot too. Where I don't know if that does it kind of defeats the point. Because I think there was one character's like, I mean, I don't want to date Shrek, but if Shrek had a personality, maybe. Shrek so does have a personality, okay. That, so basically she just that's described the, that's the, the entire film. point of the movie Shrek. Onions <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have layers. So... Like you, you got to put someone like in me in there that has definitely more personality, <laughs> and then see that really tests them because you do build the emotional connection, and then you see him for the first time, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, don't crap on yourself now. like that. Come I'm on, just, I'm just joking. I'm jo- I'm only joking, <laughs> but I'm still saying. <laughs> but put, I'm just saying. But the, the point remains. Like put someone that. Maybe even just as average looking. Because mm-hmm. right now they're not really testing if love's blind if everybody's hot. Yeah. Because like I said, there is a sense of reality. I mean, there has to, I think in a relationship there has to be a form of, of physical attractiveness for, towards your partner. Um, Which they talk about that a lot. I mean, emotional <laughs> connection is very important too. And yeah. what the point of this experiment is try to say that if you have the emotional connection, you're more likely to be able to keep a long-term relationship make kind of idea that looks fade or looks don't necessarily matter but they do matter a little bit unfortunately who has and has not done the do is a yeah so, it's a big conversation some some people will jump right into the sack uh some people even after proposing don't do anything and you can tell who it wears on and who it doesn't so quick question is everybody around the same age or can it, is somebody, can someone build a relationship with a granny? 
I think like, the the main range right now is between like twenty, the lowest being twenty four, the highest being like thirty four. Okay, so they're in like within ten years. It's not like you got a fifty yeah. year old and a twenty, like a twenty five year old. A, a, like the vast majority, especially the ones that did get pro, like proposed to in like a twenty five to twenty eight range, twenty five yeah. to thirty range, mid to late twenties. Hmm. Which is still like. Not that much older than we are. No, not really. No, if you do end up watching, there, there's one couple that I feel like you'll cheer for from day one, and I think they're most everyone, especially on Twitter's favorite couple. Oh, I love them. I love them. If to they death. didn't make it, then love isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> and we so, get the reunion on Thursday too. So it, the the season's over. So definitely avoid spoilers if you are interested in watching the show. And then the the reunion's going to be posted on March 5th this Thursday on their YouTube channel. Uh, kind of like how they do like Bachelor style. Everybody's going to be in there. I've heard a lot of tea is going to get spilt and uh, this is after the wedding, so all five pe- or yeah, all five of the couples go go have a wedding and they decide whether they want to marry the other person or not. And so this is kind of like the update too on everyone's relationship. Does it follow the same group of people the whole show, or is it like mm-hmm. different every week? So no, it, they kind of do little clips of all five couples every week. Okay, got it. Or every episode, since there are like batches of episodes every week. Nice. So, it's really good. You know, it's, it's such a good I show. I love it. It's so addicting. <laughs> I know people really like the like 90 Day Fiance, Bachelor, Bachelorette, Love Island kind of stuff. So I have never really watched any of those shows. So it'll be I – will, I will eventually end up watching this show. So it'll be interesting to see how much of a guilty pleasure it turns into. Yeah, because there, there are some people too that it's just so easy to just grind your gears whenever they're there. Oh man, I did. Yes, there are villains. There are definitely villains in this show. And then there's just some really good-hearted people that you want to root for the whole way. Like my boy Rory. Yeah. Oh, Justice I love Rory. Rory. So, <laughs> one other thing too, because uh, I don't, I wouldn't consider this spoiler. So, again, five couples end up actually getting engaged, and there were actually eight in total that went through with it. But the production team said, we didn't expect it to be this successful. We thought maybe one or two couples would have gone through with it. So they told the other three couples, okay, good luck in your journey. <laughs> you're, you're going home. Oh, wow. And then they just, like, kept dating. And then I don't think it worked out for her. At least the one that they, the one that this, like, article was about, it didn't work out for them. But, no, you mentioned Messi. The, the first day that they leave the pods and they're on vacation – it gets messy for one couple. Yeah, I, I already can't wait for season two. Have they confirmed that they're like when it's coming out or no? No, I don't think they have yet. Oh, but also when they get out, like it's it's taking place in Atlanta. So oh, it's relatively oh close. One of the messiest of cities from a drama <laughs> standpoint. Also, one of the cool things once they get back from the resort. Then they kind of go through the whole bachelor stuff where they meet the parents, they each go to their own houses to grab a few things, and they put them in this quote-unquote neutral space so they can actually simulate living together. And that's when the real fun starts. When you say fun, 
<laughs> fun for us or fun for them? Just the good old juicy drama. <laughs> but it's wild because I don't think this is a spoiler either. Like when they're when they are fighting, they go to different rooms to argue. So they like aren't looking at each other like they're in the pods again. That's interesting. You know, a lot of times when something goes wrong or if they're trying to like rekindle something, they do they simulate the pods where one goes in the one room, one goes in the other room. Interesting. Does it tend to work? Well, watch oh, okay, the show. yeah. Sorry, that's 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 a, <laughs> that, that's a... watch the show. <clears throat> gotcha. Because now you got now you better watch it so you can talk to us or so we can talk to you in greater detail. <clears throat> this is going to be TMI, but I have to pee. So bad. I will be right back. <laughs> Have fun. Don't hurt yourself. I won't. No promises. Wash your hands. It's dangerous out there. <laughs> Let's finish while he's gone. <laughs> Just end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I'm trying to think what else I've been watching. I'm going to go see Onward this weekend, the new Pixar movie. I watched a show that came out on Netflix a couple days ago. Um, like I watched the entirety of the first season. Um, it's called I'm Not Okay With This. I've heard people talk about that. It was okay. Like, it's seven episodes, and in total it's like two and a half hours. It's like more like a bunch of short films than it is full-length episodes. It's interesting, kind of fun. I, I don't know. It's worth watching because it's only seven episodes. A very major thing episodes. just happened in Riverdale, by the way. Um, the episodes, one second, Maverick. I still haven't watched any of Riverdale this season. The first couple episodes are like 10 or 15 minutes, and then the last five are like 20 to 25 minutes. So, like, you could blow through it very easily. Um, it's like an afternoon. Yeah, exactly. Like, I did it yesterday and today. I am back. Good job. Did you wash your hands? I did because coronavirus. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Did you? I'm sorry. This is apparently people were not washing okay. their hands before. I was just about to ask this. <laughs> I was just about to say. Did you see that tweet? The math doesn't add up. <laughs> also, did y'all see that survey about people not wanting to drink Corona beer now? Yes, I did see that. But if 31 percent of men and 65 percent of women wash their hands, that adds up to 96 <laughs> percent. So uh, get your clicks, WebMD. <laughs> I did I not make everybody. that up. That was from a tweet that I saw. I'm not taking credit for someone else being funny. But did you see that they were like, there was this group of people that were like, why do we have to wash our hands? It's a respiratory <laughs> disease. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> we're doomed. This We are doomed. <laughs> we're doomed. Just nasty. It's all y'all just nasty. But yes, I did see that as I finished up the Coronas that were in my fridge. I will tell y'all that Corona Light is very good blue cup beer. Oh, really? Do you still throw a lime in there? Oh, yeah. Two for good measure. Oh. I don't know. I feel like the blue cup beers should be like very easy to drink. Well, yeah, it's a pint. <laughs> no, it's more than a pint. It's like a... It's 24 ounces. Is it? I thought it was 32 ounces. Oh no! It is more than a pint. I'm thinking of pint nights. Sorry, no, it's, it's um, 
it's two twelve ounce bottles of beer. So. Oh, interesting. I was thinking of their pint nights, and also the glasses are always good, and I need to go back at some point. I still have like ten. It is, <laughs> is a cup? Uh, is a cup less than a pint? How much is a pint? A pint is two cups. Two pints and a it's, cup, or two cups and a pint. Sorry, two cups and a pint. Two pints and a quart. Four quarts and a gallon. I need to draw my big, you know, the diagram. Gallon guy. Draw a big G. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> Um, and there are eight ounces in a cup. So a uh, gallon is 64 ounces. Good job. Thank you. What else do we have? All of this. Uh, did y'all see that the was it 15 year anniversary of Avatar The Last Airbender? I can't remember what it was, but it came up recently. And everyone was posting clips on Twitter and it makes me want to rewatch my my Blu-ray again. <laughs> I just rewatched it like. Two months ago. It's so good. It holds up so well. <laughs> big, big fan of all of it. I should watch it again. It's about that time. It's been a couple years. So I should go back to it. Someone posted the, the Iroh clip of uh, of him singing. Oh, I've, all, I did was, every I quote, time. all I did was quote tweet it with a sad face and everyone knows. <laughs> So sad. So Maverick, what happened in Riverdale? Well, I can't say. It's. I mean, I, this is big, big. Oh, if it's a spoiler, I'm, then yes, don't say. I will watch yeah, it. No, like eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Like I, I don't want to say exactly what it was, but you can get my drift. It's a big moment. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw rumors that uh, FP's actor Skeet is leaving the show. Oh, that's not a rumor. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Also, also Hermione Lodge, like uh, yeah. her mother, mm-hmm. is leaving too. Interesting. I wonder what they're going to do with a lot of the original people leaving. Make them have kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe I'll catch up next week during spring break. We'll see. I I'm just gonna wait for them to pop on Netflix when it's a lot easier to watch things. Cause I haven't watched I maybe watched an episode of The Flash and like an episode of Supergirl and I ch- think I watched I watched the um the pilot for Batwoman. But all that CW stuff. But the thing is, Batwoman's not gonna be on Netflix for a very long time because Netflix's deal with the CW is not covering any of their newer shows, which is dumb. Because, you know, it used to be like a week or two after the finale aired to yeah. pop up on Netflix. Yep, I'd always wait for Arrow. Which is over. It is. No more Arrow. I'm trying to think what else I've been watching. The Outsider. That's what I've been watching. It's really good on HBO. What is it? The Outsider is based on a Stephen King novel. Hmm. It's like this guy um, is accused of killing a kid and like mutilating them. Uh, But there is like evidence of him being at the scene of the crime and also like hours away um, at the same time. Oh. 
So it's like, what happened? And then that's then the show happens. Then Westworld comes back in a couple of weeks. That's right. I st- I'm disappointed. I still haven't gotten into Westworld. It's a doozy. <laughs> I did watch the first episode, and I was like, my brain hurts just a little bit, and, oh, and then I just wait till season. Yeah, two just wait till season two. Even the people who like make explainers was like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> But season three, um, the Nolans said that um, is going to be a lot less confusing. Like they they heard the criticism and they are trying to make it not as bad as it was. Do you have any other content? Not anything sports related, other than it's March. But we'll get into that kind of stuff as conference tournaments and brackets start coming out. We should. We, we're doing a bracket this year, right? We should make a, a never-made varsity bracket. Yeah, why not? I just... Um, for I've been watching a lot of ACC basketball, and normally that would prep you to um, do the do your bracket and feel pretty good about it, except the ACC is going to send two and a half teams to the <laughs> tournament this year. Two and so a half. <laughs> I don't know anyone. One of them is going to be an auto-bid, so who knows? What the rest of college basketball is looking like, I could not tell you. No, there's no like Baylor's losing a lot now, or not a lot, but they are losing now. Louisville's losing. Duke's losing. Duke's losing. No one's good. Florida State lost to Clemson, the most confusing team in college basketball. Who's gonna get? Are they? Is Clemson on the bubble? Is that a thing? Are they? Is that a thing people are talking about? Because they have wins over Duke, Louisville, and Florida State. But don't they also have, like, double-digit losses? That's the other part of it. (laughs) I'm sure they could be a bubble team still. Well, we'll get to Greensboro and end that dream. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) The Carolina Revenge Tour happening. (laughs) Five days to glory. All right. That's all I got. I'm out. I'm ready to go. Do we need to do our normal intro or can we just say, or outro or can we just say bye? Bye. Bye.